It's the daily podcast practice show for Monday, April 19th, 2021. Let's commence to practice in our podcasting. Balmy breeze, swarming bees circle the riverbank. That was that was haiku from the dailyhaiku.org. Actually, it's just dailyhaiku.org. And here's one from pun.me. The rule for today, touch my tail, I shred your hand. New rule tomorrow. <laughs> Call me crude, okay? But I just like the second haiku so much more than the first. I'm just not sensitive enough to to get connected to what the first one is talking about. I, it's a personality failing. What can I say? I'm trying something a little bit new today. I'm sitting on the front deck recording outside. It's a beautiful spring afternoon. Temperatures in the high 60s, very dry, a light breeze. I'm using the microphone on the MacBook Pro, which is not the best in the world. I don't think it's going to be terrible. Let's just see how this goes. And if it's absolutely trash, I'll re-record tonight. Let's read from treehugger.com. Five satisfying food swaps to help the planet trim your carbon footprint with these super simple food choices. Written by Catherine Martinko and published April 16th to 2021. Fact-checked by Haley Mast. Good deal. It's fact-checked. Here we go. In this edition of Small Axe Big Impact, we look at some easy swaps to help make your food choices more sustainable. Most people eat three meals a day. I'm with you. What they choose to eat for those meals has a significant impact on the earth because it drives demand for crops, livestock, land conversion, water, and energy. Those daily choices may seem insignificant, but they add up over time and across a large population. You can make a difference by choosing more eco-friendly foods and incorporating them into your diet periodically. The more you do it, the easier it becomes, and the bigger a difference you will make. Here's some ideas to get started. Small Act Eat beans instead of meat once a week. Swapping out meat for plant-based ingredients in a single meal each week will slim down your carbon footprint. Use beans or lentils, tofu, grains, nuts, or faux meat alternatives instead to make a satisfying and flavor-packed meal. Big impact. Livestock accounts for nearly 15% of the world's greenhouse gas emissions. We've talked about that before on this show. That's according to the United States Food and Agricultural Organization. Cattle in particular require significant amounts of feed that drive deforestation. If everyone in the United States skipped meat and cheese for one day a week, it would be like taking 7.6 million cars off the road or not driving 91 billion miles. If you're part of a four-person household, swapping out meats meat once a week is equivalent to taking your car off the road for five weeks. That is a big impact. Next small act, rethink your seafood. If you eat fish, choosing smaller ones like herring, anchovies, squid, sardines, and mackerel is better than eating big ones like tuna and salmon, whether they're farmed or wild. Go for bivalves, which would be oyster, mussels, and clams, rather than shrimp. The big impact is... Smaller fish tend to be caught in nets that aren't dragged on the ocean floor, which makes them less destructive. There's a reduced bioaccumulation of chemicals in their bodies because they're at the bottom of the food chain, which makes them healthier. Bivalves are extremely carbon light. That's an assertion. I haven't researched that. They don't require feed, and they filter the water as they grow. Paul Greenberg, a fisheries expert and author of The Climate Change 
excuse me, the climate diet, 50 simple ways to trim your carbon footprint, says this puts some bivalves on par with vegetables when it comes to their carbon footprint. Okay. The next small act, eat vegan until dinner time. Now that's an interesting take. By avoiding animal products during the day, you can reap the carbon savings associated with veganism without missing out on the biggest meal of the day. This is also known as the Vegan Before 6 or VB6 diet. <laughs> VB6. We need a t-shirt. Big impact. Reducing consumption of animal products is one of the most effective ways to curb greenhouse gas emissions, ranked number four on Project Drawdown's list of climate solutions. According to Jonathan Safran Four. That's a long name. Jonathan Safran Four in We Are the Weather Saving the Planet Begins at Breakfast. It's a catchy title. Not eating animal products for breakfast and lunch would reduce your carbon footprint to less than that of a full-time vegetarian and save 1.3 metric tons per year. I, I guess 1.3 metric tons of carbon dioxide. I would have to change my breakfast to do this. I'll think about it. Another small act. Eat more broccoli than asparagus. Ooh, this could be tough. Eating a lot of vegetables is the greenest way to go in more ways than one. But even among vegetables, there are some choices that are better than others. And while asparagus is lovely in moderation, it is, alas, a water hog. And in fact, one study found that asparagus has the highest environmental impacts across most of the 19 impact categories that the researchers considered. Big impact is... While broccoli, cauliflower, and Brussels sprouts all need around 34 gallons of water per pound to grow. 34 gallons of water, wow. Asparagus requires, sit down folks, 258 gallons of water per pound. Eating broccoli rather than asparagus once a month would trim 2,700 gallons of water off your annual water footprint. But that's still just a drop in the bucket compared to beef which needs 1,800 gallons of water to produce a single pound of meat. Next small act, switch to oat milk in your coffee. Well, I don't put any milk in my coffee, so I'm not going to go there. Well, I'll read it just for the education of folks at home that are following along. Oat milk is beloved by baristas worldwide thanks to its similarities to cow's milk. It has a rich, creamy taste and can be frothed into foam for lattes and cappuccinos. Big impact is adding dairy milk to coffee nearly doubles its carbon footprint from point from 0.28 kilograms of carbon dioxide equivalent for a single espresso to 0.55 kilograms of CO2 for a latte. If you switch to a plant-based milk, the average emissions are around half that of dairy milk. That's enough for that. Oh, that's the end of the article. There are seven comments. One of which, Mr. LM002 says, I'm already doing a surprisingly large amount of this. However, I still eat a lot of cow-based cheese. Kevin says, give up coffee. Big impact, transportation costs, filter costs, possible waste reduction. Give up coffee. That's hered heretic, heretical. Hmm, I don't know. Lots of things I can do, but I rather enjoy all the things that I'm eating so far. So I don't know that I can help any here. We're going to add an item to the show, the daily show, because this is a daily show, a daily podcast. I'm going to start a list of things that I do every day. 
It's going to be pretty easy at first, but I think after that, I'm going to have to pretty quickly change this to things that I'd like to imagine I could do every day, or maybe do every day when I'm feeling bold and healthy. I don't know. We'll see how this turns out. It could be just another stupid idea. And feel free to play along at home if you'd like to. Jot down things that you do every day or send in some suggestions. I'd be happy to take those and read them out loud. We'll start the list today with the first thing every morning, right? Waking up and getting out of bed. Now, it's important that we combine the two because often you'll wake up and not get out of bed. I'm saying I wake up and get my lazy buns out of bed. We'll try to get creative with what we do tomorrow. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are welcome to join me again tomorrow, providing that this episode recorded out of doors doesn't just turn you off to the whole thing. Thanks for listening.